Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 after what has been a very exciting Monaco Grand Prix. A lovely little bit of chaos thrown in there thanks to the rain, but overall a very enjoyable race. We'll go through it all now. Uh, firstly, of course, though, make sure to subscribe and like and all that kind of stuff. That's the rules. Anyway, before the race even starts, Charles Leclerc has lost his third place and is uh, down to sixth after a three-place grid penalty for impeding Norris. Uh, we spoke briefly about that at the end of the qualifying video yesterday, but the penalty hadn't come out yet. So it is Verstappen on pole alongside Fernando Alonso in second place. And as for the tyres... It's a strange one. Uh, Zhou Guan Yu was on the softs, the only person starting on the softs in the entire field. Then we had Verstappen, Ocon, Hamilton, Yuki, Norris, um, De Vries, Albon, Sainz, uh, not Sainz, Sargent, Hulkenberg and Perez, all on the mediums, everyone else on the hards, including Alonso. And now, this did mean that Alonso did not get a good a start away from the line as uh, Verstappen did, but I think... Um, Aston's thoughts were maybe to make him go as long as they possibly could to try and catch the rain. We'll get that later on. But on the first lap, the main incident was Nico Hulkenberg doing an incredible dive bomb slash lock up into the hairpin where he tapped the side of Logan Sargent. He carried on going, then went round the hairpin where there was just even more damage there. Stroll and Albon got involved as well. And after lap one, Stroll, Hulkenberg, Perez, Joe, Bottas and Sargent all pit. Now, some of those was due to damage, but there were people like Perez, who I think that was the strategy. They were going to He kind of stayed back on the first lap, didn't go for any overtakes, didn't try to attack anyone, just stayed back, went round the lap, and then pit. I think that was Red Bull's idea, was that they were going to get their mandatory pit stop out of the way and then go the rest of the race, see where he can end up. I think having Perez then get stuck in this group of people who all also pitted on the first lap really didn't help him. And also a lot of what Perez did really didn't help him. But we'll get into that as we go along. Uh, George Russell was investigated briefly for a starting position infringement, but then there was no further investigation needed. We see the replay, and Albon actually hit Stroll twice on the hairpin, and Joe had a unsafe release, but... I don't think he ever got a penalty for it, so it couldn't have been that unsafe. But the person who did get a penalty was Nico Hulkenberg, who got a five-second penalty for causing a collision between him and Sargent. Personally, I felt this one was a bit harsh. I know it was a bit of a dive bomb, but Sargent avoided it. Hulkenberg got the majority of the damage. It's a lap one incident. I don't think that should have been a penalty. I think if that's a penalty... What happened between George Russell and Max Verstappen in back? Who should be a penalty? I think it was a bit harsh here. Maybe you disagree. Anyway, um, as we carry on, Sainz is all over the back of Esteban Ocon coming out of the tunnel when he just goes into the back of him. I think he was trying to do the dummy on him. Didn't expect Ocon to defend as much as he did. Locked up a bit on the brakes. Went into the back and damaged the front wing end plate of uh, his front wing. And that was kind of dangling off on the side for a while, but it did fall off eventually, and it didn't seem to massively lose him any time. I mean, he was definitely slower, but it's a track like Monaco where it's not going to impact you as much as anywhere else. And um, Later on, we see Esteban Ocon uh, 
go on the radio complaining about how science has got a bit of M plate dangling off his rear wing. This is something we saw him do to Magnuson last year, where he reported the Magnuson had the uh, M plate dangling off his front wing, and Magnuson was forced to pit. Ocon later admitted on that that he was making it up to try and get them to have the penalty. I think he was trying to do the same here with Science, but it didn't work because it had already fallen off. It was fine. Science decided he was staying out. Very strange moment towards the start as well, where Alonso thinks he has a puncture, and then but then stay the team's helmet's okay. Um, I don't really know what happened here because he's on these tires for the remain like pretty much the majority of the race, even though. I don't know if the feeling went away or what happened there, but he felt like he had a puncture at the start. Science was under investigation for causing the collision. Um, Logan Sargent was at the front of the pack of people who pitted first, but his tyres were just dead. I have no idea how, like, why his tyres died so much quicker than everyone else. Uh, Lance and Checo got past him in the final two corners. Great moves from both guys, actually. Looking really good there. Um... And then Nico Hulkenberg did an incredible uh, overtake um, just out of the tunnel on because his t- his tyres were just dead. He was the easiest person to overtake in the world. So everyone just did overtakes that look really cool. It was good. We have Magnussen versus Stroll for P14, and there was some fantastic defensive driving from Kevin Magnussen. When you look at what happened to Magnussen towards the end of the race, you would think that he had a bad one. But Magnussen was incredible today. He was really, really good, and Haas screwed him. I feel so bad for him. He was driving like a legend, and it was for nothing, because he was never going to get any points. But he was driving fantastically. Really impressive stuff from Kevin Magnussen yet again. I think he was my driver of the day last time out in Miami, and he was up there for me this weekend as well. Sargent does pit again on lap 26, but he pits for the softs. He pits for the soft tyres. I think he was the only person apart from Joe who pitted for the soft tyres in this race. And he was on them for quite a long time. Then the uh, scheduled pit stop start. Lap 32, Hamilton comes in for the hard. Ocon comes in on lap 33, has a very slow stop, but is still ahead of Sainz when Sainz pits on lap 34. Um, now a very interesting point because Max had caught up to the back of the queue which included his teammates um, he gets past uh, Checo on the blue flags now when he goes to pass Lance Checo decides to come through with him and Checo goes round the outside of Lance hits Lance and then skips the chicane but then he just like doesn't give the place back and says that Lance pushed him off which he definitely didn't now I'm a big fan of Checo I like him a lot but you've got to call him out when he gets something wrong and he got this one wrong for sure now he would get under investigation for this but the investigation was dropped because he gave the place back but he didn't give the place back um what actually happened was he went for an overtake on Magnuson judged it way too late hit Magnuson at the back and damaged his rear wing, got offline, and Stroll took the place back. So really, as much as I love Perez, he should have really got a penalty there for gaining the advantage and not giving the place back. Because he didn't give the place back, the place got taken from him. But those are the rules, whatever. Perez then pits again for the mediums and a front nose change. Um, 
Lance goes with his weird dive bomb on 38 on Kevin Magnuson on the penultimate corner. That was never going to happen. They bump wheels, neither of them get massive damage. They're okay there. Leclerc comes into the pits for the first time on lap 45. This is when we start getting the threats of rain. And most teams saying they're going to come around about lap 55. The first drops of rain appear around about lap 51. Norris um, pits for hard tyres on lap 52 and the rain arrives on lap 53 very bad planning from mclaren but it could get worse lap 53 as well is when we first see the inters because bottas and stroll pit for intermediates they take the risk there we get this incredible battle between Carlos and Ocon again for P4 around about this time. And this is when Joe and Albon pit for Inters. And a lap later, lap 55, Alonso comes into the pits, but pits for the mediums. The rain is coming down so hard, Alonso has to make his first pit stop of the race. His teammate has just pitted for the Inters, but he goes to the mediums. It was a bad choice from Aston. Um, Russell and Ocon pits, they go for the Inters, Sainz is out there on the mediums, he goes off into the Rosberg runoff area, lap 55, Max Verstappen, the race leader, he comes in for the intermediate tyres, and on the same lap, Alonso has to pit again for the intermediate tyres, but manages to stay in second place, because he had such a good gap. But after the gap, he would be around about 20 seconds behind Max. If Aston had made the call to go to the Inters, he would have been on it. They would have been very close towards the end of the race. Do I think Alonso could have won? I don't know. He wouldn't have had track position, I don't think. I think Max would still be ahead, but it's the difference between finishing behind a guy and finishing 20 seconds behind a guy, and I don't understand Aston's decision there. In the long run, it loses them nothing, because they probably would have finished second, and they finished second. But in the short run... Who knows what could have happened in those dying laps. It was absolute chaos. I don't know why they thought going for the drives in that situation was the right choice, especially with when their other driver came in two laps earlier, they thought the wets were the right decision. It was a mad one. By lap 56, everyone is on the inters, apart from Kevin Magnussen, who is still on the hards. And, you know, I'm going to say Magnussen's praises here. Haas screwed him royally. But not only did he do some fantastic defensive driving against cars which are massively quicker than him. I know Monaco is very hard to pass, but he worked so hard to make sure that the Aston and the Red Bull didn't get past him at the start of the race. Then here, when he was just left out for just just for death, he was just go on, Magnussen. We're gonna forget about you. It's it's heavy rain, but you're gonna go in the hards. He still didn't destroy the car he got the car around he was doing okay not great but okay uh, Lance Stroll retires the car at lap 57 we're not really sure what happened here we saw him kind of break his front wing then hit the barrier but later on he was parked up in the Rosberg runoff area don't know what he was doing there but yeah he had retired the car Magnussen does go in the wall, but gets it out again, and managed to then pitch for full wets, which I think was another wrong decision from Haas. The full wets weren't good enough at all to be competitive. Sargent was in the wall at some point, but carried on. Perez pits again, lap 59, this time for full wets. Russell went into the Rosberg runoff area, then res reversed back onto the uh, track, but didn't really look around what was happening. Perez hit him. Both guys are okay, but Russell did receive a five-second penalty for the unsafe rejoin. Magnussen went off again <laughs> into the runoff area in turn one. 
Nico Hulkenberg then pits for the full wets as well on lap 61, which is the wrong decision because the full wets are useless. Uh, Russell's now moaning on the radio that he wants Mercedes to swap him and Hamilton as he does every single race. Hulkenberg gets a 10 second penalty for not serving his 5 second penalty when they came into the pits. Uh, then Yuki is getting uh, pressure on him from both McLaren lads and they both managed to pass him. Yuki went from like 9th to about 16th in about 5 laps. He really was struggling with the brakes and um, he does go deep into the hairpin on lap 69. On lap 73, Perez pits for the final time, this time back onto the Inters again. I'm going to try and find out if... Are the uh, results up yet? Yes, they are. How many times did uh, Sergio Perez pit? Five pit stops he made. As I said at the start of the video, I think Red Bull's uh, strategy was for him to pit on lap one and never pit again. He pit five times. The person with the second most, of pit, most amount of pit stops was free. That was for Logan, Sargent, and for Hulkenberg. Awful, awful, awful weekend for Perez, and he's got no one to blame for himself, himself unfortunately. Uh, Kevin Magnussen would retire the car on lap 79. He really wasn't going anywhere, and after going off at Sandoval, it just was hopeless for him. And that brings us to the checkered flag. After a very enjoyable uh, race here in Monaco, Max Verstappen wins... Uh, I think this was his 36th win, which makes him Red Bull's most successful driver ever in terms of wins. Fernando Alonso uh, comes home in second place, which is the equal best position Aston have ever had. And then, shock of all shocks, Esteban Ocon completes the podium in third place. I think... Last year we had Norris was the one guy who outside the top teams who got the podium. I think it may be Ocon this year. I don't unless something mad happens again. Hamilton was in fourth, Russell fifth, Leclerc sixth, Gasly seventh, uh, Sainz was in eighth. It was Norris ninth, then Piastri in tenth to bring home a double points finish for the McLaren boys. They should be very happy with that there. Very enjoyable race. I liked it a lot. In terms of driver of the day, you could pick any of the top three. I think um, Ocon got it in the end, and I don't see anything wrong with that. I think if driver of the day went to any of the top three lads, I think that would be fair. Um, they all deserve it there. Really good stuff. In terms of my predictions, I got them both massively wrong. I said that Science would beat Leclerc. At one point, that looked very strong to be the truth. Uh, Sainz really should have been third um, this weekend, but he threw it away. My other prediction was that um, this would be Mercedes' worst weekend of the season. And it really wasn't. Fourth and fifth for them, very good results. They benefited from Ferrari shooting themselves in the foot yet again. But here we are. Good weekend overall. Uh, so that is it. That is the Monaco Grand Prix. We'll be back here tomorrow for the driver ratings, rating every driver a score between 0 and 10. And I think there'll be some 10s in there, and there may even be some zeros. We'll have to wait and see. And then we'll be back next weekend for the Formula 1, for the Formula 2, and for the Formula 3 at Spain, which should be very fun. Uh, Fernando Alonso going back to Spain with a car that is competitive and that awful chicane is gone. All that and more coming up in the next week here on Stop and Go F1. So make sure you subscribe. We'll have lots of fun. I'll see you then. Goodbye.